0: Welcome! You've splash-landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool, with the crew of OM-G. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics, with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OM-G. y'all. It has been called the Library of All Lifetimes. It was referred to in ancient Sanskrit writings. Think of it like the cloud. All information is housed here, past, present, future, all that ever was and all that ever will be. And it is our topic for today. The Akashic Records. Thanks for being here with the crew of Om. Om. G, the podcast.
1: Welcome back, y'all. So today we have a special guest. This is Lynn Green joining us. She was also in the episode about the spirit circle. Lynn is a super witch of the podcast, and she and I met at a cacao ceremony. I heard somebody say, Brenda Sue. And I was like, who's calling me Brenda Sue? it was cacao <laughs> <laughs> and there she was and we became fast friends and here we all are sitting together in a in another circle and i'm just so happy that she popped back into my life orchestrated by grandma ruby and we can tell that story sometime too but grandma ruby brought us all back together again so lynn is an amazing energy healer reiki teacher Akashic record reader is that an appropriate term? It is. And also she does light language healing and just an overall amazing human being and she has done akashic record readings for all of us. So today we are going to discuss our readings, our experience and talk to her about the akashic records and yeah, who wants to take it off?
2: Rosalie, did you want to start? Sure. So I have never had an akashic reading before. Didn't know what to expect, so I just kind of went in with an open mind. And when we started our session, it was um was it a Facebook call, audio video thing? But Lynn had just said, "Oh boy, the ancestors are gathering," and it, she <laughs> says they all came running forward all at once. And I'm <laughs> I'm like, okay. And she says there was hearts everywhere. She says, "Oh, you were so close to your." Grandparents. And she says there's like little hearts floating everywhere. But she started off by describing me as a child on the family ranch. And I've never really given any, everybody a real good descriptive of what the ranch was, but Lynn was describing it to a T. And this ranch is out in the middle of nowhere. And she validated a lot of things through the records about my family's past. And I have always wanted to get a reading. About my grandmother, my dad's mom passed when he was five. So I never knew my grandma Rosalie, who's my namesake. And we've heard the rumors over the year how she passed. So I finally just said, Well, I asked Lynn, I said, ask my grandmother how she passed. And she told us. And it was just mind blowing. So I gave this information to my mom, who gave it to my dad. And my dad is the biggest skeptic ever. But he said she described everything that Lynn said about his mom was spot on. And my dad is now a believer. So he's <laughs> <Hallelujah>. <laughs> it was pretty powerful, pretty powerful stuff. So thank you, Lynn, for the reading and for all the wonderful information. There was so much more. I have like six pages of notes, but I was just going to lead off with that story.
3: Well, what kind
1: of information did you get about like your past lives?
2: My past lives? Well, she... Confirmed what I've always, I've always had a fascination with aliens, as long as I could remember. And she confirmed that I have had lives on alien planets before. No, duh. As uh, blues and and grays. I was also, in a past life, a medicine man. I was also a witch, uh, herbalist, burned at the stake. Mm -hmm. Who amongst us? Who amongst (laughs) us? And that has come up before in the past, but with the details that she gave me was really amazing. So, um, the part that I love best about my witch story was that when I was burned at the stake with three other women in this village, and in Europe somewhere, I did not give them the satisfaction of screaming at the pain that I was in at my death. And then shortly after, the three other healers and I were murdered. Basically, that's what it was when you burn at the stake, you're murdered. Yep. More than half the village died because there was no more healers. They got rid of us all oh, and happened. Wow. So, sweet revenge. You see what you do. Sweet revenge. And Karma, I thought that was, one. oh, I just thought that was poetic and
1: wow. Mm-hmm. So,
4: poetic justice.
2: Poetic justice.
1: And it's interesting that in that lifetime, you didn't want to scream. You didn't want to give them the satisfaction because I think you're kind of like that now.
3: <laughs> like, mm-hmm
1: even if you bother me, I'm not going to let you see it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's-
4: I think we, it was all in the last like week, week and a half, right? That we've all been read. Mm-hmm. Was Was everybody virtually?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: And it's still like, you know, I feel like sometimes maybe you listeners at home can kind of resonate with this. But for me, if I have like an energy healing session or something virtually, I'm like, okay, well maybe it won't be quite as potent as in person. Right. Oh, not mm-hmm. true with Lynn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, I can't speak to everyone and mm-hmm. everyone's, energy healing practices, but Lynn is the real motherfucking deal. Um <laughs> and I at the beginning of our session on Zoom, it something was going on with my audio. It was on my end. It was something with my computer. Yeah. And so I switched to my cell phone and we could clear as a bell, everything we could hear my dogs barking, so I put them out. And I had a couple questions coming into it. But other than that, I didn't really have any expectations other than, you know, just hoping to receive some kind of message or messages for the greater good of me in this lifetime. And she had me teared up several times, several times. And so I won't go into all of it because I don't have my notes here, but I sent a group message, I think, to everyone about like what all she talked about. But one of them, I was like, you know, how can I heal people in this lifetime? And she said, you already are. And it's through your writing and through your teaching. And with some, a lot of those kids that you teach, they're going through traumas you don't even realize. And that you're the first person to kind of see and hear them for the first time and that's going to stick with them for so much longer than you realize i was like
5: lynn you got me crying in july when these little bitches are at the house you know i don't
4: (laughs) but it was amazing and so one of the questions i think i had was um it was something related to this lifetime but she brought in my grandpa who or my papa as we call him down here and down in the sticks and he it's bizarre because he passed away a year ago this month. And I think it was, it was a year ago this week. Like it was either the 12th or the 13th. And I think our reading was on the 13th or some anyways. And as awful as it sounds, um, shout out, pop all. Um, I haven't really thought a lot about him or my mo- uh, Nana since they passed because we didn't really like, we had a really good relationship in childhood. I thought, but I think it was based on how I performed as a kid and, tried to get their acceptance and whatever. And so Lynn's like, you know, has your grandfather passed? I was like, well, one of them has. And she goes, well, he is, I see him putting down a book. It looks like a Bible and walking right, just shaking his head. And she said, I see, he showed me the brain exploding emoji. Like, you know, just your mind's blown at something. And she said, when he passed, he realizes now how wrong he got it in this lifetime and how there were so many lessons that he was misled on and he was well intended, but he, and he's putting down a Bible walking away. And I was like, he was a Baptist preacher. And so it was just like complete cold chills. Like I teared up. And so she was talking about how he wants me to, you know, he's asking for forgiveness for himself for not being accepting, not being understanding, but more importantly, to forgive myself for trying to be someone that I wasn't for his acceptance and people in the family's acceptance. And, um, she said, he's got uh, a lot to learn. And so in the next lifetime, you're going to be his mentor or his mm-hmm. leader. Wow. And she says, I see you being his older sister. And I felt it before she said it. I was like older sister. aunt." there was some kind of like elder female energy. And he kind of like laughed and chucked up his hand. He said, we'll be in touch, you know, Papa Mitchell, wherever you are, forgive me, forgive myself. And, um, You better be ready because you can do a lot of my damn chores in this house, wherever we are. (laughs) You understand? (laughs) But all jokes aside, I mean, seriously, you're amazing. And one of the, one of the things that was really bizarre to me too, was she said, mice are coming up, you know, is, is a mouse important to you? And I said, well, I've been a Disney fan for forever. I have a little Mickey tattoo on my ankle, like talk and think about it. I said, but there are recently, I've been talking to people who have had experiences with mice, like in their house or at their job or whatever. And so we, she was like, I don't know, Google mouse medicine whenever we get off the call. And I was like, okay, sure. You know, and I was going to. So we hang up on the Zoom call and I look at my phone and in this group of people we're sitting with right now, Rosalie's ass <laughs> texts everybody and says, do y'all know what you're supposed to do with field mice? You know, if you've got too many of them. And I'm Feeding like, mice,
2: feeder mice, feeder mice. What'd I say? Field, field.
4: Well, potato, potato. <laughs> so she, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Feeder <laughs> mice. If you have too many, like, you know, if you're a fetus snake <laughs> or some larger animal.
0: Sorry, no yes, letters you,
4: from Peta, please yes exactly Peta. unless you bread <laughs> oh baby <laughs> um but anyways so <laughs> she. <laughs> sorry i'm a little snacky but so i saw that as we got the call i was like oh my god and so i just like my i sent the brain exploding emoji i'm like y'all we just talked about mouse and mice medicine and lynn and i both said together like we're both scared of mice like we don't like <laughs> them like they can be cute but stay over there you know <laughs> Anyways, I've trampled on for too long, but Lynn, it was an amazing experience. And I hope that some of what we talk about today in this episode really resonates with those at home and can reach out to you to talk about their past lives and Akashic Record readings because it was, it was incredible. It really was. It's
1: so healing yes. to understand like where you've been yeah, and how those issues have, sorry, y'all, that's Cooper.
3: Shout out <laughs> scratch- Cooper. He's getting a little scratching that little itch. itch.
1: <laughs> how those issues follow us through lifetimes. And then to be able to finally, like finally let them go, mm-hmm. like figure out how to cut those karmic contracts and let that stuff go so that we don't have to do it again next time.
4: Yes. This is the last thing I say. I swear to Goddess. Okay. She, it one of my past lifetimes, I was a lesbian in the 1800s.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you sw-
4: were honey. I was, I swear to goodness. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> la, la, la. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> She long starts uh, every everything. And Lynn literally says, I see you wearing this dress and you're angry. Like you want so badly to be in pants or in a because pants. I, suit. Sweat. I mean, come on. come on now. And so anyways, and I just saw, I was like, Oh my God, I sense that like this masculine feminine, like this perfect integration. I felt everything in my body was like, yes, I've been this before, you know? And so I text the group and <laughs> Camille says, text me separately. and says, all of your passwords immediately have to be changed to eighteen hundred lesbian, and the A is a little at, and the I is a, yeah. It was just so funny. So You're gonna guess that, uh, yeah, exactly. But I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense.
3: You know, that's
1: all. It's interesting that you have chosen to come in in a alternative. What do you want to call it? Like Lifestyle. Lifestyle.
4: Yeah, sure. I, <laughs> love the sin or hate the sin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love heard
3: that at home? Oh, I hate that. And <laughs> me
1: too. Yeah. yeah. So, home. yeah, very interesting. I had something else I was going to say, but I don't remember now.
5: Who wants to be next? I'll go next. Okay. So kind of to go off of like what Aaron was saying, Lynn brought up that I uh, have not learned my lesson and that is why I have trust issues, which I have a lot of. Um,
0: <laughs> that was the mic drop sound. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all on this earth because we haven't learned our lesson but you go right ahead Amen.
5: <laughs> right but that was like my i guess like ongoing thing i don't know how you want to like describe it but the first thing she kind of brought up was that like my one of my past lives i was like a gold miner in like 1892 and i had a friend that was gold mining with me and he betrayed me and was stealing my gold and selling it. And then she <laughs> and then she saw us, like, brawling out on the floor. And so obviously, like, I found out that he was stealing my gold. And <laughs>
4: <laughs> I just see, like, a little pot
5: of gold, like a coffee mug somewhere. And
4: obviously, I found out he was stealing my gold.
0: <laughs> I saw a cauldron at the end of the rainbow with gold. <laughs>
5: That's it.
3: Sorry, go
0: out. I am my mother's daughter, so I whooped his ass.
5: <laughs> yes. And so we Yeah. Oh my god, Sorry you guys. <laughs> we need to get back on track here. So I guess in many past lives have an ongoing thing with trust issues. And also in this life, lots of trust issues going on. And then I believe there was like a whole thing with like zippity-doo-dah like, going on in your head, Lynn?
6: You know, it's interesting because after I do these readings, I don't remember. Like a lot of this, I feel like I'm hearing for the very first mm-hmm. time, even though I'm the one that said it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's neat. And I'm like, oh, did I say that? <laughs> that's because you're channeling, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: But yeah, you had mentioned like that they were singing zippity doo-dah and there were like lots of birds and then the next day I walked down the street, like I do dog walking for my job, and there's like lots of murals downtown and there was like a brand new mural that had just appeared out of nowhere and it was just a bunch of different birds. Like a bunch of different types of birds painted. Which was just kind of weird because she was like, the birds are telling you to spread your wings and fly and sing your song. So I thought that was pretty cool.
7: A little synchronicity. Mm Yep.
4: As you're speaking, there's literally in that back right corner right there, this like clay bird spreading its wings. As you were talking, that's all I could look at. And I was like, okay.
0: LOL, spirit, LOL.
3: Follow
1: the signs. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. So do you have some good ways to... Let go of that fear of being hurt or, you know, those trust issues. You have work to do around how to release that so that you don't have to keep repeating that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm in therapy.
0: So, <laughs> there <he laughs> is. There's, there's, thoughts, there's prayers. <laughs> lady, lady, I'm doing the work. I'm just doing the work.
3: <laughs>
7: That's all I can say. I'm just
0: going to do the work.
7: That's exactly right.
0: I right. know. I had a wonderful session with Lynn yesterday, and there was so much that she said and shared. But the one thing that keeps popping out at me is she kept referring to, there's a folded piece of paper somewhere, and you need to find that, and you need to read it, and you need to let it go. But it's important, this folded piece of paper. Okay. Well, right before my session, I went and grabbed an old notebook and got my pen out so we could talk and I could make all kinds of notes. Four to six pages, like one of you said. Mm -hmm. And so we're done. And I put my notebook down. I go about my business. And later I go back and pick that notebook up. Guess what fell out of the back of that notebook? Mm. Stop. A folded piece of paper where I had long ago written all the qualities I would like to find in the perfect partner. Wow. Wow. So we're going to be dealing with that. But anyway. Mm. So, how do you approach these sessions, Lynn? What do you do to prepare? What do you do to get ready to start reading for someone? So, shout out to Melissa Sparrow, yes, who
6: absolutely. I took. Um, whoop, whoop. Yeah, absolutely. We love Melissa. She did a psychic development course with Akashic record reading, I guess, as a side. So, basically, the only thing I do is just kind of drop down within myself and ground and like make sure all of my chakras are open and it's, you know, it's basically just kind of like getting ready for spirit circle, maybe just a little bit deeper. And I just drop in and it sounds kind of simple, but, and I guess maybe it is. I think it is for you because you're like, so. (laughs) So yeah, it's not real hard for me. And so once I ground and open my chakras and and then I have to open the records. There's a, uh, yeah. you can find it online. There's a pathway prayer. And so you say that prayer. You use people's full name because the full name carries the vibration, which is what you find in the records. And so use their full name. And then when I say the records are open, it's just like the floodgates open and I just start talking and. So does it matter if it's their
1: birth name or if it, it is their current name?
6: It's the full legal name as it is now, right, right now. Yeah, okay. right now. I was
1: curious about that.
6: Yeah, yeah. And so it, it just starts coming in, and sometimes afterward, I think when I read your daughter's, um, I had an image that got stuck with me, and it was kind of disturbing, and it, it I was shook. Yeah, <laughs> I was shook. But it finally faded out. And it's funny, though, because I listen to everybody in here talking. I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's so cool. That's I so cool. That. Did I say that?
3: You sure did, girl. But
6: it just kind of dissolves. And I guess it's because you just can't carry all that information. Sure. And my brain's kind of, you know, small anyway.
3: <laughs> so, girl, stop.
7: But every, I've taken several mediumship classes just because I'm intrigued and like I, I want to know how this person I think is seems really good, so I want to know how they do it and right, then right. does this person do it differently do they, mm-hmm. you know can are they gonna say something that I've never heard before so i've I've done several just to just to learn and the one common thread that they all say is that they don't remember
3: yeah after mm-hmm.
7: because you have to clear you have to become a clear vessel, yep. Well, yeah. And I know Brenda and I experienced this. I mean, even though we're not like medium, well, she's a medium, but we're not doing mediumship when we do wisdom. But I've had people say that to me that, oh, it was so, it was so right on. And you said that, and I'm like, I did.
4: Damn, Chandler, look at me go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't, but
7: but once the readings are over, I don't remember right anything that we've talked about. So on that note, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Miss Lynn Green.
4: we talked a little bit about Camille, myself, Allie, and Rosalie's readings, like Akashic Record readings in past life regression, not regressions, but readings with Lynn. So we're going to get into Brenda and Kachandra Caroline's here in just a minute, but I know I've talked about on the podcast before. I think it, no, it wasn't after Spirit Circle. It was after a breathwork ceremony we did with Joanna the Healer and someone that she worked with that did breathwork. We were all here, like Rosalie... When she would throwback Thursday to when she was living on another planet, her little like fingers were all curled in together into her hands and all of us felt different experiences. One that I felt that day was, and I was wearing overalls, which I do a couple of times in the summer. And, but I specifically, I feel like it was supposed to happen that day for some reason. I had this flashback of me being a young African-American boy during slavery and drowning. And it was like a full visceral, full body, like first ever, like past life as I would call it, I guess, flashback experience. And it was really scary. And I was drowning, but it felt accidental. Like it felt like I wasn't committing suicide or I wasn't whatever. Like it felt like it was an accident that I was drowning. And so I one time did a meditation on my own at home and texted Brenda a few hours after it happened. <laughs> You'll find a pattern. And whenever something right. pops off intuitively, I'm like Brenda, is that thrill real <laughs> or no? <laughs> And so I texted her and was like, hey, like, I think I found out how we're all connected. And so in this lifetime, my understanding of it was that I was a young slave boy and that my older brother had relations, as it were, and like a love romantic relationship with Brenda. My older brother was obviously black and Brenda was white. She was a slave owner's daughter. And they conceived a baby out of wedlock that was interracial which was like a no-no back in the day and so that baby was colleen and so i felt that and text that to her and she's like that makes perfect sense because i've always felt like yes she's my aunt yes i'm her nephew like in this lifetime but i've always felt like she's an older sister like that energy you know and she's even said before like i feel like an older sister like a like a caretaker kind of energy you know to like make sure i'm okay and safe and whatever and so I mentioned that to Lynn and I was like, you know what? And she was like, are you afraid of water? And I was like, okay, fucking call me a book. Cause I'm being read right now. You know? <laughs> um And I was like, I actually love water. Like I feel very peaceful by it. Like I love the ocean lakes, whatever. And I was like, but I tell you what, I won't get in past my knees. And she goes, yep. She said a lot of your relationship to abundance in this lifetime is related to that one. Because everything you said was true. You intuited it. Like that's exactly what happened. And the slaves at the time had this creek kind of behind like their quarters, basically, or our quarters. And they would fish, but they were not supposed to fish. And so they had all of this like twine and fishing wire kind of underneath the water. And you went to go get fish for your family one afternoon and got caught in all of it. And you drowned accidentally. And so in this lifetime, part of your lesson is, you reached out for abundance then, and that's the lesson that you learned is that you didn't deserve it because you drowned, Um, even if it was an accident. I was like, oh my God, Lynn, yes! You know, and so it just like resonated. And so anyways, all that is to say, that really felt very validating in a way because I'd had that past life experience before. And for you to describe it in that specific, like I was picturing every single thing you were saying, like it was a memory that happened last week. You know, and so it was so beautiful and, um, I mean, it's scary and horrible, obviously, like with what happened, but it made sense for where I am right now in this lifetime. So I'm kind of interested to hear about Brenda and Chandra's past life and Akashic Record reading with Lynn and what all went into that.
3: Can I, you mm-hmm. go ahead. Go Can ahead. I pop off? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> pop, <Pop-pop> pop, <laughs> beaches.
1: Excuse me. <laughs> um, it makes total sense because I have had those Different times. One with Melissa Sparrow, a reading with her, and then I had a reading years ago with another man who did a past life regression and went into that same lifetime where I was the slave owner's daughter, mm-hmm. and I was always trying to help them and educate them and help them get out. And uh, that's where also where Colleen came in, and yeah. she had a reading with Melissa Sparrow, and Melissa said that her dad in that lifetime was her dad in this lifetime, which would have been your brother.
4: Yes. In that lifetime. It was my brother. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like that makes my mind just go like,
4: yes. <sighs> hearing that from multiple people and energy yeah. healers, right? Like bizarre.
7: Yeah. It was, it's been multiple people. So, so that must've been a very significant lifetime for, for all of us. And other. in
0: mm-hmm.
7: that lifetime,
1: after my father had passed away, I took off and went to Ireland. Yep. And that's where I met. Melissa, she was in Ireland and Colleen came and joined us in that lifetime. She came Mm. on a different ship, but it's like, it's so crazy whenever you see like all these different people are
7: getting the same message and you're like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and how things that you feel like the connection that you feel with Melissa. And it's like, I've watched her on YouTube and I've seen her on a video connection, you know, in the interview, but it's like, you feel like you know the person. And then when you get yeah. all of these, li- these little details from past, like, Oh, okay. Now that makes total sense. Yeah. For
1: sure. And I think that we attract our soul tribe. Like we all come back together mm-hmm. at some point whenever we are ready to do whatever work together to move forward. Cause Lynn and I have been together a lot of times.
3: Yeah. And yeah. I
1: saw that again today. We've been in many places and many lifetimes doing this witchy work together. So yeah. yeah. So she, my sister from another Mr. Mother. Everybody.
4: (laughs) My sister from another witcher. That's right.
1: (laughs) So I'll go ahead and share my experience and then I'll let Chandra be the bookend. Okay. So at the beginning of our session, she saw me standing in a swamp of water and I was petrified and y'all, I am scared to death of going anywhere near a swamp. Mm. Like that's like a no go zone for me. And I wonder if that has anything to do with my Georgia lifetime. On the plantation, but she also saw that of as me being afraid of like what's next, not be able to see the future, not be able to see what's below my feet. I was wanting to move forward, but paralyzed Mm -hmm. by the fear, and that's kind of where I am in life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag patterns,
1: right? (laughs) And I've been killed many times in many lifetimes for practicing magic, which I think anybody who's drawn to this stuff has done this through many, many lifetimes. So we probably have experienced very similar things, but I have had a real fear of moving forward. So there's some things that I need to close out, old karmic contracts. And that's what I'm going to work on this week, Lynn, I promise. Because perfect energy with this cancer new moon that we have. Yeah. Because I, I know what I need to do. I just need to sit down and put it on a piece of paper and burn that shit. (laughs) Um,
6: and i'll help you hold space
1: thanks and then she saw me at a barn dance i was the farmer's daughter and i was dancing with this guy and he wanted to marry me and i wouldn't marry him even though i liked him and i thought he was nice i was just like i didn't want to be part of that like fall into what i was supposed to conform to Mm -hmm. because i've always been a rebel (laughs) shocker (laughs) still a rebel (laughs) And I think in that lifetime, because I got, as she was talking, I got that that was a lifetime I had a lot of poverty. Mm. And so that's what I'm still carrying on in this lifetime. So that whole, I conform to the things that I'm supposed to do, get married, have kids, you know, do all those things that are supposed to be the norm. But I'm still experiencing the same thing in a different way. Yeah. And she told me I was a healer of bodies, and I need to go deeper with it. Oh, and then we talked about somebody from my past, which this was really tripping. So whenever I was growing up, I was probably 8, 9, 10. My mother had a best friend. Her name was Pat. I'm just going to use her first name. <laughs> she is long deceased, but this woman was kind of a free spirit, but also kind of kooky, and she lived in a camper truck. She had like a little Toyota pup. You remember those? Mm -hmm, Were they called mm -hmm, pups? mm -hmm. And on the back was a camper shell. And so she lived in that. But before that, she taught me how to play the violin. She lived in a little trailer down the road.
4: This is in this lifetime. Yeah. Like, okay.
1: But this woman was very overbearing with how things should be and how children should behave. Mm. And so she would tell my mom how I needed to be disciplined. Uh So I do not like her.
4: Pat, you live in a camper. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Okay.
3: (laughs) But
1: Pat drove down through the Everglades all by herself in that little pup.
3: That's badass.
1: Yeah. All by herself Mm -hmm. for like months. And she would send us cards and collected shells for us and everything. But I remember whenever I was about 11 years old, she got me in trouble with my mama. I probably didn't even do anything that bad because I wasn't that bad of a kid. And I ran away from home. What? I packed up my stripples. Y'all know what stripples are?
3: Mm-hmm. No.
1: Y'all. They don't call them stripples anymore. They is the faking bacon. Oh. It's the vegetarian oh. bacon.
3: Oh. <laughs> I packed
1: okay. that up in my <laughs> little backpack.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I was uncooked. like, is that code for stripper pole?
4: What is that? <laughs> she put that shit in her, her suitcase at 11. Pop off Brenda suit. Resourceful. Yeah.
1: It was expensive, and we didn't usually have it. So I was like, I'm taking this with me. Oh,
4: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm taking the vegan bacon. You understand? It is good for me.
1: And I went down the road to my friend's house, and I puffed a tent out in the field with the horses. Oh. And I didn't make it the whole night.
7: I went back home.
4: (laughs) Did you get through all the bacon?
7: I think I ate it all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the bacon's gone. I guess I can go home now. (laughs) See, I had to
0: potty, so I went home. Right. Right.
1: (laughs) <laughs> but that woman always had that. That's my memory of her. And then she came through to like, talk to me about my mom and that I was basically going in the right direction and that, you know, she cared about me and all these other
3: things. But oh.
1: it's funny, like, I wonder what perspective we get after we pass, if we're willing to be open to the perspective, because I don't think everybody goes into spirit and a certain like, suddenly they're enlightened and know what's up. Right. But maybe after some time people do when the religious stuff goes into the background and they yeah. see the truth of the universe and mm-hmm. everything that's around us. Not mm-hmm. that I know the truth. I'm trying to figure it out.
3: Sure. But you I know, don't
1: know think what anybody
4: it is. knows the truth.
2: No. You know your own
1: truth.
4: Yep. Exactly.
1: For
2: today.
4: Yeah.
1: In this lifetime. For now.
4: Speaking of today in this lifetime for now, Kachandra Caroline, mm-hmm. what kind of messages did you get from Miss Lynn?
7: Stuff that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. So to preface this, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, you know, say the drama for your mama. Sure. Um mm-hmm. My grandmother was a very narcissistic, just mean, hateful person toxic. and toxic. Mm-hmm. So when she passed, I set a boundary with my guides. I said, no access. Absolutely none. Her energy does not have access to mine in any way shape or form so in preparation for Lynn's reading I'm (laughs) talking with my guides and I'm like whatever I need for my healing whatever I need to hear for whatever this block is that I'm feeling that I so desperately want to get rid of like let that come through you have my permission guides give her guides pull stuff out of the records if you have like whatever you have to do but make sure that she has the information that she needs right To clearly help me. Let me get my notes.
4: (laughs) Seven pages of notes (laughs) flutter out of her notebook.
7: So Lynn opens her mouth and she says, I see this little woman with (laughs) tight hair. (laughs) And she's tiny. Mm -hmm. And she's walking toward me. And she's waving a white flag.
3: Uh,
7: Oh! And then she said, was she mean? I'm like, a little bit. Um, And she says, well, she now realizes quote unquote what she did mm-hmm. to you. And she said, she's showing you that she's surrendering it and that now that she's on the other side, she quote understands. Oh. And she said, and she wants you to surrender too. So she was going to hand me the flag. And I told her that I accepted the flag. And then she said, she says, there's a, there's a, a taller, a large man behind her. And, said, and he just looks relieved.
3: Oh. <laughs> little
7: was, fella. No, that's my grandpa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So I'm like, yeah, I bet he is. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he said, you know, just make sure that you know that she's not here. She's not like she was there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm like, but I made a boundary. Mm-hmm. How did, but I gave, how this bitch get through? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave them permission mm-hmm. for anything I needed. Yep. So that was really interesting. And then um, as far as a past life, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> she saw me in a deep green dress standing on a rock over a cliff over the ocean. And I had a, a wand in my hand. It was like a, a stick.
3: Mm-hmm. Is this the witch?
7: Yeah. And she says, I was commanding a storm. So I was a storm witch and I was calling it in. And she said, the reason that you were calling it in is because the man that you were involved with betrayed you. And she said, you feel like you were just stabbed through the heart mm. and you're calling the storm to curse him. And then she said, his name started with a D. She said, draw drew draw. And I said, I don't know why. I don't know why I said this, but I said, Dracul. And she said, yes. And I said, mm, okay. So, and she said that that is, part of my abandonment issue Mm. is still still coming from that lifetime and so we just started like talking about it like trying to flesh out like where that happened and i mean so i mean i hope you guys know the name dracul that's the family the order of the dragon which vlad the impaler came from Mm -hmm. and me feeling like i was stabbed through the heart and i was cursing him and the just,
4: connection to dragons in just, this lifetime. And the dr- and connection
7: to dragons honestly. in this lifetime. I'm like, shut the front door. I'm mm-hmm. done.
0: Did you I sink can't. his ship?
7: Well, no. Once he became the evil that he was, you know, the only thing that can kill him is stabbing him through the heart.
0: Oh, gotcha. Dracul became
4: Drac lame. If you know what I mean, girls. Yes. <laughs> <Disgusting.
0: laughs> so, <laughs> like, bizarre. You know, bizarre. It's like,
4: you literally can't make this shit up. It's like you said. Like it's it's like you're listening to it and you're like, okay. That's the truth. That's the capital T objective truth. Like, well,
7: and I, I, I was, you know, later on, I was thinking about I'm like, that can't be right. Like, there's no way. There's no way. And then what popped back into my mind is like, well, then how did you know the name? Cause mm-hmm. you're the one that said the name. Yep. Like she couldn't get the name. I got the name. Right. And I'm like, y'all st- let's stop it. <laughs> 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 chills and everything. Pop, pop pictures. No doubt. Pictures. Yeah. Um, this is just fascinating.
3: <laughs> Lynn's like, I said all that.
7: <laughs> but then she gave me, um, a lot of good information about my abundance, yeah, abundance blocks and a lot of really good instruction and advice for dealing with my mother in this yeah. life because we have a lot of karma, karma uh, and a lot of it coming from my grandmother. Yeah. So, but yes, yeah, some really, really great advice about that. That I truly intend to follow. And that was really, that was really about it. But I mean, just every word out of the woman's mouth was 100% spot on. Mm -hmm. Every single word. And I don't know that I've ever had a reading like that. And to the detail, I mean, like to give you actual guidance, like, I mean, a lot of mediums can get impressions of feeling what's going on. Sure but you don't ever get a lot of like meaningful guidance on here's some things you can do in this lifetime to help. Yeah. You know, rectify the karma or to move forward past this block or whatever. Practical
4: application. Exactly. And yeah.
7: and she's really good at that. So. Mm-hmm.
4: And Lynn, I guess my question after we all kind of talked about our readings, like you reading us, Miss Librarian, <laughs> <laughs> what could you maybe speak a little bit to have you ever had an Akashic Records reading or what sort of pulled you to this form of channeling and energetic healing and kind of, you know, the the short was, version, I guess. Of, of what, what was
6: your attraction yeah, yeah. in the first place? Well, actually, I heard about Melissa Sparrow from the podcast and I booked a reading with her immediately and I'd never even heard. Or never had an Akashic reading yeah. until then. And she did mine, and I was just blown away. And I said to a friend of mine, Oh my God, I want to do that. Like, I need this in my life. Like, I think I can do this. And wow. um, so I followed Melissa on Instagram and I had a, a healing ceremony with her. And I messaged her after that. And I was like, Listen, if you ever teach those classes, Sign me up. Yeah. And um, she did. And so that's how it all came about for me.
1: That's so funny. Like I love that. The way that we've all like.
7: Yeah. I'm like, and and two, how are how is everybody catching the the meaning of this? It's like the synchronicities. So so you came across Melissa from another podcast, from from another podcast. Mm -hmm. We have her on that leads to this, which is creating healing for all of us. Yeah. I mean, it's just—it's like yeah. circular. circular, and it's kind—it mm-hmm. com- keeps coming back around and coming back around. It. But the spiral keeps getting bigger, yes, and bigger, and,
0: bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and
2: we're drawing more people.
7: Oh into my the God! Circle.
2: Oh, I
3: love I know, it.
0: That sparrow it. be flying, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes, a in Canada. Isn't that
2: a sparrow in that little pic- that painting over there? That little blue bird is it a sparrow. Yeah, like
3: it. Yeah. Looks like it, yeah. Ooh.
4: I mean, that's like when we. You know we talk about this from time to time in episodes, but like when we sat down and we're like, "Y'all, we've gotta share what we've got going on, you know, and like with and form a community and and let's do a podcast like there has been so much healing and intuitive development with each and every one of us sitting in a circle right now since that happened, and that in conjunction with like just our conversation today about us, you." finding Melissa on another podcast, us interviewing her Lynn being mentored by Melissa and then helping all of us heal girl. I'm cool. If we don't pop another bottle of Prosecco or make another penny, do you know what I mean? I mean, it'd be great. Don't get crazy. I I was
0: like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And Lynn
4: Lynn did talk about my abundance (laughs) issues and that's something for me to work on. Okay. But truly, I mean, I just think it's so cool how circular it is, like how Mm. really and truly, like I feel like in this, I've, I feel so comfortable sitting here with mm-hmm. you all right now. And I feel like, y'all, we've done this for eons and eons mm-hmm. and eons.
7: Well, as you were talking, the thing that because both of us, both of us have our abundance issues. Yes, we need. <laughs> yes, <we
3: know. laughs>
7: um, but like, you know, when you said that, even if we don't earn another penny, but I'm like, what's healing worth to you?
3: Exactly. Like
7: just the worth of the how much lighter I feel. And how much better my vibration feels now than it did four years ago. Yeah, when we met. And I mean, the, the, it doesn't help you in the physical world. Sure. You yeah. know, as far as living day to day. Right. But you can't put a value on that.
3: No.
0: No. No. All. It's it's no. priceless.
7: Yeah. So I, I mean, I feel like that's one way that abundance is coming in for us, and we need to mm-hmm. you know, recognizing that. Yes. <laughs> we'll call in other. Types. Absolutely.
4: I yeah. was texting Chandra through the other night. I think it was the same it was the same night as my reading with you, Lynn, and I was on my back deck having a tequila soda because of course I was. And I was watching this <laughs> kind of like master class from this we've talked about self help books and how we don't really like that term, but it was a self help author. And she's kind of going through the four thing criteria for like writing your own selling work, or whatever. Right. And so I'm sitting out there with this really thoughtful journal, like leather bound notebook that Chandra got me a few yules ago. And I write like really important things in it. And I was just like feeling so, so inspired and hopeful. And I was texting Chandra and she was like, I just don't want this feeling to end, you know? And it did like you... Helped us feel that you created that for us, so thank yeah. you so yeah. much, yeah. Lynn. thank you.
7: It was like once one of us said the word hopeful, it was like that's exactly it. I feel like I have so much hope
3: now. Mm-hmm.
7: It yeah, that was all we can say. We can't say enough good stuff about it. It was amazing, it was an amazing experience. Yes. Yes. Awesome. We love you, Lynn. Yeah, yes. oh, I love you all. And we're so glad that. And thanks for All sharing this, your gift with us. Yeah. Yeah. All this yeah. led you into our love. Yes. It was Grandma Ruby.
4: Yeah, yes. we sure. love you, Grandma Ruby. <laughs> she's she, smiling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throwing up her hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, y'all, it has been said that with regard to these Akashic Records, that only someone with the most enlightened high vibration will be allowed to access it. Mm. And I am so glad that we know Miss Lynn... And you guys out there who are listening can reach her too.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's Enchanted at yahoo dot com and Enchanted Lynn on Instagram. Correct.
5: Correct.
7: And you can DM her there if you're interested in scheduling a reading. Right. Yeah,
1: and I suggest that you do it because do it, it
7: fast. It's going to book up quick. Yeah, it's amazing. But just the insight makes stuff that's going on in your life right now make so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. And that gives you like a grace to like, okay, I understand now why it's happening. I can let it go a little bit, or you know, not hold on to it so tight. So it's it's a really good thing to do for yourself. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: And on that note, y'all, we're gonna go downstairs, and Camille's making us some uh, Grandma Beaver's
4: banana,
0: banana salad. salad. Another podcast in and of itself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you go back and listen to our Easter. Podcast from under... this
7: was it this year or last year? Last year, 22
4: Easter, ostra.
7: You'll get the backstory on Granny Beaver's banana, banana salad. salad. Yes, and so this is the first time we're gonna experience it. So we're also excited. Yep. <laughs> Stay really tuned,
0: have lucky people. Y'all,
4: that's <laughs> right. Or as Camille used to call it, a special kind of hell. So we'll let you know what happens.
1: All right, peace out, y'all. Have
7: a good week. All right. Bye. Until bye, next guys. time. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time.
0: This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices
3: amplified.